Welcome back to Talking All Day with Tay. We're talking all day is my specialty. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. How's everyone's week been? Did you do good on your finals? Um, I pray that you guys did because my finals was really hard, but I pushed through and I did good. So I'm hoping that you guys did the same. I know um, like the past two weeks, everyone had finals, maybe two or three, some probably earlier than others. Mine finished early, like in the first, second, in the beginning of the second week. That's when I finished like all of my school so I did good my grades came in and I'm proud of them I'm like okay girl I see you I see you stepping you're doing good so I hope that your finals went really well your week is going good and I hope that you're on break now if you're in school or in college so yeah now on today's podcast we are going to be talking about Christianity different things like scriptures that I found, my current like mental state when it comes to my faith. And yeah, we're going to dive deep into that and just discuss that being transparent as usual and just, you know, sit down, get comfortable, turn this on when you're working out, turn this on when you're falling asleep, whatever works best. Let's just get comfortable and have a good talk a good conversation i thought it would be fun to start off with some scriptures that i have been really liking recently and um what they mean to me like some of my favorite ones and some that i just found that has really touched me impacted me and that i feel god has been like look at this (laughs) in one verse that i've been really loving as of recently is in 1 Corinthians 10:13. This is the NIV version and it says, "No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted." I think this scripture is a really good scripture that helped me to put things in perspective more. Um with how much control I have and how much control the Lord has <laughs> because sometimes I feel like I forget and I don't realize how powerful God's word is everything that he does for us and it really is a nice comforting scripture and I like the part where it says no temptation because I feel like so many things has been taking my intention away from God like I get to him and I talk to him and I love on him. But sometimes it's like, you know, our human nature, I have so much distractions. And one is actually social media, even though like this podcast thing, you know, is on social media. I still want to do this for the work of him. So this scripture definitely puts things in perspective for me, especially saying when God is saying this is known to mankind like God said this is how we were made this is our nature this is what it's it's not like it's not common to tie down to the flesh rather than your what God is telling you to do so I think this scripture has been really good 
to help me like know that and to remind me that he's there. Um, don't worry about me, you know, losing him. He will help me be faithful so I won't be tempted. I'm tempted just by everyday things, you know, easily with distractions. So I really like that scripture. And that scripture has really been helping me, um, you know, when I read it to know like God just wants me to stay faithful and that's what I have to do. That's all I can do. And doing that is, you know, it's easier said than done, but it really is easy at the same time. That's why the temptations kind of get in the way because it's making you think that it's not, but really we should just stay still and just trust and we'll we'll be good. I'm still doing that, still learning because it's hard doing that with everything, but I know that God's going to help me get through it. Okay, this one, um, I love Romans. First off, Romans is one of my favorite books. I would say my top three favorite books in the Bible would be John because it's my favorite scripture is in John, which I'll get to. And uh, my second is Revelations. Uh, it's so much information in Revelations. So yeah, I love Revelations. And third would be Romans. I really like Romans. That's good, you know, just to go to for a straight to the point, clear word um, to help me get through the day. So yeah, I love that. I love Romans. There's so many books, of course, that I love. Like, I love Psalms. I love Isaiah, Proverbs, Job, Esther. <laughs> I love all of them. But like, if I had to choose a top three, it'll be that. This scripture is Romans eight thirty one, And it's says it's the new king james version and it says what then shall we say to these things if god is for us who can be against us it sounds simple doesn't it <laughs> that's because it is like if you actually sit down and you look and you think about the world or you think about you like you being here you existing it has to be a god there's no question about it. Like, I know some people, you know, believe in science or believe in the Big Bang and there was particles that came together. And I know some people may be like, it's more than that, Taylor. It's not. It's more than just particles. It's do, do, do. I'm like, you are basically saying it's particles, but okay. There are particles that are making a Big Bang or um, it's science and it's evolution and that's how we got here. I don't believe in those things. <laughs> I said those things. I don't believe in evolution or Big Bang or any of that stuff. Um, because it's not factual. It wasn't in the Bible. And I know some people may be like, it wasn't in the Bible. But that's just your belief. It's it's just known. It's been um, proof, been bones like... Uh, in astrology or you know I, I don't God sent us the word as an instruction manual and in doing so that literally tells us all that we need to know 
And I know that God is real because he's spoken to me personally in just different things that I've been through in life. And it's not just saying like, my God is better than your God, but it is saying it at the same time, because I know the power of God and know the power of Jesus. And it's so much different, even if I, when I, it's crazy. I've had too many life experiences to where I'm like, it has to be a God. And how I know it's the true God is because in the Bible that he sent every single thing that I read that I am I find is exactly what I'm going through (laughs) it's exactly what I'm struggling with it's exactly what I need to know it's like God is sending a message and I have never received that from any other type of God and it wasn't because I wasn't searching or I didn't have to search like it was an instant connection that's how strong God's power is how He can just intervene and he can talk to you and block out all the other noise. (laughs) So that's how I know God is real. So when I see this scripture, it just it just makes me think like if our God is for us, who can be against us? It seems like sometimes the whole world is against us, you know, especially if you're a Christian, the whole world is going to be against you. God even says it in his word that. The world will not like you because they do not like me. I had to find where that scripture is, but I remember I read that and he um, had a pastor, you know, God was talking about that. But it's just a constant reminder that God is in control again. I love scriptures where it reminds me how God is in control and that I know nothing (laughs) because it's like a Taylor snap back into it kind of moment, like refrain (laughs) and know like that you can't do this on your own um so when I read this scripture it reminds me that God loves you and why would you question that why would you question the person that created you why would you question his ability since there is given proof in his word like why would you even question that It just helps you get a reflection of the power of Jesus. And yeah, I loved it. I loved when I found it. You know how you'll go in the Bible and you'll read scriptures. Or if you did Sunday school, a Bible study, I do a Bible study still to this day. um, Like class that I take. And you may read a scripture, but then it's like God shows you it later on when you really need it the most, that hits different. (laughs) We always go to these other options like, let me look up on Google or let me look up on Safari or I don't know, a Bing, (laughs) anything. And the answer is always right in front of us. Like, I can kid you not the amount of times that I just open the Bible, like not looking for a specific like verse. I just open the Bible You know, there's so many scriptures. I just open it and there's a scripture that is fitting for my exact problem or my exact circumstance. It's crazy. I just know God's real just based off of all of those things. And I just love how I can lean on that, you know, or just scriptures in general. Just, you know, lean on those because God gives it to us to comfort us. So that's one of the scriptures that really is comforting to me. 
And the next scripture I have, we're, this is going to be the last scripture that we're going to talk about, but it's a lengthy one because it's not like a verse, certain verse. It's just the whole chapter kind of going over it because it's my favorite chapter in the Bible, which is John 14. That is my favorite chapter in the Bible. I can recite it by memory, um, thanks to my mom. <laughs> Because um, we practice reciting the whole scripture by memory. My mom was like trying to find a scripture for me and my brother to memorize. And she found this one. And it has held tight to me ever since. I've known this scripture and studied it for a while now. A couple of years. Maybe like five years or so. Um but it is so good and I'm not saying I'm no pro because even though I may know a scripture really well like that he still reveals something to me in the word like I could just think that I know it I'm like yeah I know this scripture but I'll read it again and he'll reveal something new to me like you're always learning that's what I love about God's word you're always learning about him you're learning about yourself he's revealing himself to you he's letting you see another side of yourself like it's crazy but yeah this is John 14 and it's my favorite scripture so I'm not gonna read all of the scriptures like verses but I'm gonna highlight a couple of sentences that really are my favorites the beginning of this chapter is basically talking about Jesus comforting his disciples and it's before he goes to He's explaining his way of going to the Father and what he wants you to do, like preparation, or what he's wanting the disciples to do for preparation for when he does leave this earth and, you know, descends from this earth and comes back. <laughs> so, and you know, of course, dying for us and then coming back and the whole process. So, this is the first beginning verses of this scripture. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. So you're saying that God has prepared a place for us? Um and we know the place where he's going <laughs> let me stop i'm so weird i'm sorry oh my god no i love that do you it's so much information that's just revealed in that <laughs> i love it um i guess i should talk about it taylor yeah i should <laughs> basically God is telling his disciples he's comforting them saying that he they know the place where he is going and that he's going to his father's house and we all know who the father is which is God so it's it's just God literally is breaking down the steps of what Jesus is gonna do and like just talking about it just telling the disciples because they're curious they want to know um I love this scripture actually you know what I'm gonna do 
I'm gonna read the whole scripture and just break down these sections because I love it so much and it deserves to be read. Yeah, I said it. It deserves to be read. (laughs) Somebody please take my phone away from me. He also is saying in this passage that he is preparing a place for us and meaning we already have a designated spot in the kingdom of God. Like it's already like confirmed. It's like signed deal. It Everything's there. We're like already known to being in heaven. <laughs> He already has a spot for us and it's like kind of crazy because it's like it's official it's already done and it's like what do I have to do so as we read the scripture you'll realize what you have to do which is basically nothing just love God and accept Jesus but God breaks it down through Jesus of what we have to do or what Jesus is going to do for us well that was a mouthful (laughs) But you guys get what I'm trying to say. Hopefully. (laughs) The next verses, which is under the um, topic, Jesus, the way to the father, like we said before, is starting in verse five. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. I am like loving the scripture. It's my favorite scripture or favorite chapter. So I love the part where Jesus is saying he is the way, the truth, and the life. I don't think like a lot of people realize how strong that is. Because at first I didn't realize how strong that is. Those just three things he is the way he is the truth and he is the life like he is the way there is no other way you there's nothing you can do without jesus and that's just plain fact like you can't do anything without him and even if you do do something it's gonna be where you can't fulfill what you're doing without him like you know, without prayer, without talking to him, you can do it if he allows you to do it. That's the thing that people sometimes miss. And myself. (laughs) I'm talking to myself too, y'all. I hope y'all know that. I'm not just like, you didn't do this, sir. You didn't do this. No, I'm talking to myself. (laughs) Now for the truth. Like I said before, like the truth is in the word. Like, that's God's word is the truth. It has all the factual things that we need, all the info, the important things, things that just help us in our life to be better. The truth is definitely important, and God is the truth. The Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, God is everything. He's the truth. That is really important. <laughs> And I forget that all the time because why would I cling to other people's knowledge before God's knowledge? His is the only one that is factually correct. Sometimes I feel so stupid because I'm like, why do I even go to this first? I'm like, well, yeah, but I didn't see that in the Bible yet. So let's kind of um, like go to Google. Like, 
God's like, okay, you can use resources, but remember that I am the main source. I tend to forget that all the time. And of course, life. Well, Jesus is the life. So without Jesus, we would not be where we are to this day. We would not even be living. He literally died for our sins and came back on the third day to rise up and to heal the land and to bless us, to protect us. He died for us so that we could have a connection with God. And then after he left and he came, he left us the Holy Spirit, which helps us to understand the word. Don't you see how all of those are just in sync? And it's just like, you see how it's, the you can understand how it's working, like how God made it to be he instructed it to be and how in the beginning was god was the word and the word was with god and the word was god that's genesis 1 1 and it's just all of this facts and stuff it's just right here like sometimes i feel like so blind like i'm a deer in headlights like girl it's right here (laughs) so yeah um those are key points so let's all remember that (laughs) And like I said before, too, like it says in the scripture, if you really do me, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Like, it's telling us that we do know the father, how God is orchestrating himself through Jesus to get to us. Like, he's using different things, like even Jesus, to get to us, to tell us what we need to do to let us know that our life is our life because of him and blessed by Jesus. It's just, I love that. So that was that part of that scripture. And we're going to go on to the next part, which is eight, starting on verse eight. And it says, Philip said, Lord, show us the father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. They will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So basically, <laughs> homeboy Philip is like trying to figure it out. And I feel like I can relate to him sometimes. Like he's saying, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. That's like us saying lord i need a sign lord i need you to like demonstrate yourself to me so i can actually believe it to be true that's basically what philip is saying and god is really (laughs) speaking through jesus here and jesus is telling philip like philip don't you know me (laughs) i'm sorry when i'm reading this i'm thinking of it like a um like in real life, I'm trying to equal it up to real life. That's how I see it. That's how I study the word and I understand it. So, and I was also raised up that way where my um, parents will both like tell the word of God, like it's a story, but it's a true story. (laughs) 
and just explain it that way so me and my brother could understand it better so I just say it like that (laughs) but that is what it is happening like if you think of it on like um our times more so like if you're trying to picture it in your head literally Jesus is saying don't you know me don't you believe that I am in the father and that the father is in me like they're one like in the trinity they're all one like don't you believe that and it's like God saying through Jesus like it's right up in your face and you don't see it it's like you don't see because you're thinking worldly instead of thinking spiritually I think that's the thing that was getting Philip and which gets a lot of us so when he said that I was like oh my goodness he says the words I say to you I do not speak on my own or my own authority rather it is the father living in me who is doing his work God is doing his work through Jesus. It literally is telling us that as clear as day. Like, isn't that crazy? And I know with me, I'm always just like veering off. I'm like not paying attention or I don't see it. I'm always asking God, can you just like, God, if you want me to do this, just tell me this. And God will answer those prayers. I'm not saying that. But sometimes God has already answered the prayer. His... We are wanting the answer to be what we want it to be and not more so on what God thinks is best for us if we don't like it. That's the way I can explain it. (laughs) So, yeah. And also God is saying um, in this passage to believe on the evidence of the work themselves. And whoever believes in the work that he has been doing will do even greater things like if you have trust in God and you believe that God is able you believe that you can't do it without God but God also wants you to believe in yourself too you know but he's like know that I am what is helping you to get to your next journey or to reach this milestone or to do this whatever wish that you have in your heart I'm the one orchestrating that to make you happy And that's really important. So basically he's saying they'll do even greater things than these because they actually have faith and they believe. And I know that God has blessed me abundantly when I actually stopped being in my own mind and started listening to him. He has blessed me abundantly and it's been like a constant blessing. So um, I know that that is true as well. Just from reading the scriptures and seeing the factual evidence and putting it into my life, you know? Okay, so let's go on and wrap this passage up, even though I'm like halfway through. (laughs) That tells you how much I can talk. Talking is my specialty. Moving on to verse 13. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. If you love me, keep my commands. (laughs) Excuse that. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because he neither sees him nor knows him. But you know, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore. 
but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. (sighs) So good. Okay. So I'm going to do for this round, because this is about Jesus' promises, this uh, second section or third section um, is about Jesus's promises. So we're just going to be listing off everything that God says he's going to do for us through Jesus. So going, starting back. So I'm going to just list it. He says, if you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you an advocate to help you, which the advocate will definitely be Jesus just speaking on our behalf to comfort us to guide us he will fight for us he'll protect us he will do all of that for us because he loves us so so much and also uh the spirit of truth that's the holy spirit he is there to help us understand the word he's to give us a different perspective to give us god's perspective on the word because god created it and he's helping us understand it so it's the whole trinity working together god says he will not leave us as orphans and he will come to us he will not leave us alone even if it feels like we're alone and also um in the scripture he also jesus is saying the world will not see me anymore but you will see me so basically saying he is not gonna resign on this earth anymore because you know jesus is like half spirit and half man that's how we're able to talk to him because he's not fully spirit. And G- and God is full spirit. God is fully spiritual. He is God. He is the beginning and the end. So God's power and his strength is so strong for us that we need Jesus so we can talk to God and God can hear us. He can hear our prayers. He can hear our cries for help. He can hear our um, praise to him. He can hear all of that. So... That's why Jesus is so important for us to have, you know, in our life. And I just love that. I don't don't know. I get so into it. But I just love that. I love that that's what Jesus does for us. Because he didn't have to. And he did. So (laughs) now we're going to read the fourth. I think this is like the fourth section of me breaking it down. And I think we'll do two more sections. Yeah, I think we're going to do two more sections after this. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love him, and we will come with them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love my teachings, or anyone who does not love me, will not obey my teachings. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You hear me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you will be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. 
I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the father and do exactly what my father commanded me. Come now, let us leave. Okay, I decided to read the whole thing because I was getting into it. <laughs> um, that's the end of that chapter. Um, but let's break it down and finish it off. So in the beginning, we have Judas Iscariot. Not, not Judas Iscariot, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have Judas, and it says in parentheses, like, quote, quote, not Judas Iscariot. So because there were two Judases in the bible the one who betrayed jesus and the one who didn't so god made it clear for us so we would know that this is just judas so he said why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world and god is basically talking through jesus saying these words you hear are not from my own and they belong to the father and i he's basically saying this is not his home jesus can't resign here because it's not perfect it's not holy because is this is a human nature and even though jesus is half human he is also half spirit and he knows what he's going to have to do already at during this time he's going to be dying for our sins so he knows that after all of that he can't resign here he can live through us but he can't be here physically so he has to leave which is, of course, sad, <laughs> but not sad because it still feels like he's never left when we talk to him and when we conversate with him. And when we speak to him, it's still like not like he's here. At least that's how it is for me, um, like how I can just talk to Jesus and talk with him. And it's like he hears everything. <laughs> Like I said before, too, God says, or Jesus saying that um, he will send an advocate, the Holy Spirit, that will help us understand the word. He leaves us peace and he does not give us as the world gives. If I, that quote right there hits for me. Just seeing that he does not give as the world gives. It's a total divide, like separation for what he gives us and what the world is giving and it's not the same what god gives us is through jesus and it's so understandable it's comforting it's peace the world can be a good place but it also can be a bad place and there's a lot of chaos in the world already that it doesn't fulfill us like it does you know when we talk with jesus so i love that part because he's like Saying a clear divide, like saying, I am not like you all. <laughs> I am not like this world. I am pure. I'm only coming to this world to save you. <laughs> so I love that part about um, that scripture. And lastly, he pretty much sums it up saying the reason he also is leaving is because the prince of this world is coming and is not because let me just say here too it's not because he jesus is fleeing that's why he's leaving it's not that at all jesus cannot be in the same area as the devil like he can like he can do whatever he wants to do he can choose to but he knows that god wants him to come back because it's in God's will. Jesus could square up on the devil at any point, And it's not even a square up. He could literally just speak. And the devil would just 
vanish. But he decided to, he decided, that's the main thing. He decided to go back and obey what his father told him to do and come back and die, well, die for our sins and then just go back up to heaven. And yeah, the devil is trying to use that as an opportunity to get to us and to just take control. And I will admit the temptations the devil works in different ways. He doesn't have to look like a devil to, you know, be a temptation. Temptation can be in music or um, TV or anything like that. Like, that's literally what he is. He used to be an angel. He had the gift of music. So he does use his talents to get to us, you know. So that's the unfortunate part about it. And sometimes we give in, sometimes we don't. But we know that the devil is just trying to do what he can do to get on the same level with Jesus, which we know that's never going to happen. But it's good to see him try, though. Like, you're trying, you're wasting your time. It would just be so much easier if you just switched up and, you know, believed in Jesus. But <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically what it's saying in this passage. Um, I just love it. It's so good. Um, it's even God is saying to, he has no hold over me. He has no hold, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the father and do exactly what my father has commanded me. That's verse 31 of, um, John 14. So yeah, that's, <laughs> we read this whole thing. I told myself, we're just going to read a couple of verses. I read the whole thing. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to this Bible study um, and just reflection on how I've been and like what I how I see the word, what God is like telling me in the word. And this is very enjoyable for me. And actually hearing myself talk about this is like, oh, wow, it's so fulfilling. I understand, you know, before it was a point where I didn't understand this word. And it's still more for me to understand in the scripture, which I love because you're always learning. Just because I'm reading it to you guys now doesn't mean I know everything. I'm just reading what the Lord has told me. I literally prayed before doing this podcast so he could speak for me. And he's doing that because I'm, I'm the messenger. He's just speaking through me. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and that it was fulfilling for you and that you enjoyed it and loved it. And also let me know if you've been feeling the same feelings that I've been feeling about this passage or if you um, found out more info from this passage or if it was stuff you already knew and you just loved the confirmation of what I had to share today. And yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, I hope you guys do good on your finals. Finals week is pretty much over by the time you're going to hear this. So I hope you guys did good. Enjoy your break. Have fun. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your friends. And I will talk to you guys next week on Talking All Day with Tay. Bye, guys. <laughs>